Survival. The state or fact of continuing to live or exist in spite of an accident, ordeal, or difficult circumstances. Welcome to my podcast, and you are now listening to Survival with Sam, because honey, we are just out here surviving. So join me for girl chat, hot topics, Jesus, and so much more. For the everyday lady, by the everyday lady. Grab a bottle of water, and let's chat about it. Honey, we are out here surviving, so let's chat about it. Welcome to my podcast, Survival with Sam. You are now listening to episode three, Mental Health. I am your host, and my name is Sam, so what's up? Look, y'all, I've been gone for a minute, and y'all know it. We all know it, let's be honest. The only excuse that I have is 2020 has been trash. I mean, completely trash, right? I can't even give myself any other excuse. You know, I started my podcast back in September and I'm like, I'm going to post once a week. Uh A joke. Yeah. 2020 looked at me and laughed. Um, So that happened, right? But um, on a serious note, you know, a lot of things happened. Um, My grandmother did pass away and just a lot was going down in that little bit of time. So, you know, we're going to charge it to 2020 and keep it moving. But also, I will say, um, I'm not sure who told me this. And if you listen to my podcast and you're the person who said this to me, please reach out to me and let me know that you're the one who said this so that I can give you your credit. But basically a person said to me once that you will be tried or the enemy will um, try you in whatever your ministry is supposed to be. Um, So if you're supposed to, you know, one day help people with their finances, then um, at some point in your life, you're going to struggle or go through some seasons dealing with your finances. Um, Okay, the point you're supposed to help people with mental health, you're going to go through some things with mental health, right? And I find that very, um, very true to me, um, to be very honest. So, I will say at the end of episode two, I said, I'm going to talk about mental health next episode. It was heavy, it was dear on my heart. Um, and one, I was keeping my word. That's why episode three today, we are talking about mental health. But I said that and it was like the next day everything went left. Like everything went left and my mental health was in a it was in a rut for a minute. So um I had to take some time for myself, you know, for my family for the people around me um so my mental health went left and then my grandmother passed which of course didn't help that so I literally just needed to take a break and a step back but in doing so I have gotten behind on some things and that is no help to the whole mental health journey so right now we're making a comeback and we are recovering so I'm just on here I'm no expert by any means so anything I say please do not take that um 
and run with it and be like Sam said look I am no expert but if you ask my sister Tatiana she's Dr. Google so she might she might be able to help you but no all jokes aside I believe that somewhere along the lines that people got into this mindset that you can't have mental health issues if you're a Christian or Christians don't have mental health issues and I think we need to step out of that stigma and why I mean you can look at the news you can google there are pastors and people of higher position in the church that are taking their lives you know so obviously it's something that everyone can deal with um regardless of your beliefs regardless of your walks of life and I always say um just because we didn't come from the same walks of life doesn't mean that you know I don't hurt too just because mine may seem more not such a struggle um in your eyes doesn't mean that I don't have things that are valid for me to feel or go through as well um I guess I'll give a little back of my story and how bad it was. And this is going to be my first time like openly talking about this. But I feel in order to help someone that I I need to talk about it and I need to say it. But um, back in May of 2018 is when I remember my mental health being horrible. And I'm talking about suicide horrible. Um, gosh, it's, huh. um, it was horrible. And when you've never experienced a feeling like that, and people have to understand that sometimes depression doesn't come with a reason. Um, mental health doesn't have to come with a reason. And so sometimes it's hard because you're telling people I'm not feeling like myself. I'm not feeling like I want to be here and they're asking you why and you don't necessarily have a why so if that's you out there please um believe that I understand where you're coming from everyone around me was like what well why why are you feeling like that why what's going wrong what's wrong um um everyone close am I doing something wrong is that something we're doing and it wasn't anything that anyone was doing to me per se and I know this is not everyone's case because in some people's cases depression is because of what's going on in their outside but um one I do realize now that it may have been postpartum depression because I had had a baby um she was about to be one but postpartum depression is real y'all and after a baby if you're feeling some type of way please go to your OB and get seen but um yeah so I was in May of 2018, it was horrible. Back with against the wall. Between May and June of 2018, um, I tried to take my life twice. And um, glory be to God that I'm still here. And I'm very thankful. And though all days are not um, sunshine and rainbows, I'm still very thankful to be here. But... Honestly, it's so hard to explain because everyone's story is so different. And honestly, it was just one of those things that um, I didn't know what was going on with me. But 
I just knew I tried to pray and that wasn't working anymore. Um, it got to the point where I, I couldn't even open my mouth to talk about not to just Jesus, but to anyone to say my problems. And I think that's a big thing in 2020 when it comes to dealing with mental health. You're scared to say something to your people, your friends and your family in church because you're afraid for them to be like, just pray. And I was filled with, I don't want to say hate, but it was just like, please stop telling me to pray because obviously I've tried that and that's why I'm telling you guys, I am, I am not okay and prayer is not going to work anymore. I need something other than prayer and um, yeah, it was just, it was hard um, June 1st, 2018, I was in the hospital, of course, had to get all done up, um, after that is the following week I started seeing a therapist, um, and I know a lot of people think, oh, well, I can't afford a therapist, I can't afford to do that, please know that there are resources out there, um, just about in every state, if you attend school, Everywhere, there are usually resources, income-based, um, if you have insurance, you have resources. And if you are struggling and finding some, um, please get in touch with me through Instagram or, which I will start leaving in my captions, Instagram or Facebook, and I will personally help you look for the resources in your area. Or if you're in um, San Antonio, I will definitely refer you to the places I know but that week I um the following week I started therapy and it was just good to have someone talk to that one necessarily wasn't every day in my life because sometimes I think maybe we're confided and we're closed in and what we want to say because we don't want to hurt people near us and um mind you at the time I had two kids I was a stay-at-home mom so it's like, you don't want to say, oh, these kids are driving me crazy and I need more help because you don't want your kids to feel bad. You don't want your spouse to feel like, oh, they're not doing enough. When that's not the case, you know, you just feel like you have a lot going on. Um, so, yeah, I started therapy then. I didn't I did it for um, a few months up until um, I had made a transition to an Atlanta. But that, that's another story. And it honestly helped um it helped so much because it helped me find me and um I feel sometimes when we have so many roles in our everyday life and we're a mom we're a sister we're a friend we're a student um you know we're all these other things we're a coach we're a blah we're not and the list can go on you forget at the very root of it who you are and um that's a lot it it really is and this is for my single people no matter what you have going on it's so easy to forget who you are and in therapy it really made me look at myself and start to wonder like who was I outside of being a wife and a mom like who really was I at the root of it and once I started going to therapy, it was so much easier for me to get back into talking to God. I think I hear my little kids. Sorry, guys. 
they have made their way back home. Okay. Um, anywho, but it was so, um, easy to get back into what I needed to get back into, which was a blessing. Um, but let's go, I'm going to just break down something. One, and I'm just looking at my notes right now. One thing I have to say that if you know someone who's dealing with depression or any type of mental illness or anxiety, you have to understand for them that it's okay to not be okay. I think in 2020, we personally, people are starting to realize, like, it's okay for me not to feel okay. It's okay for me to have sad days. But the people around us who that we consider our support system and things like that, the people around them or the people around you who you consider your support system also have to understand that sometimes it's okay to not be okay and that in that not everyone needs an explanation of why you're not okay sometimes only you and god have to know why you're not okay and that's just like the truth in that like sometimes it's just between you and god and you can't really tell nobody else but it's okay to be like yeah i just need to cry today and you don't need a reason um just do it um also in order to admit that you're in depression and stuff like that you have to admit that you're not in a good space mentally emotionally physically whichever way it may be you have to first admit like I'm not doing good because before I noticed that I was in severe depression I wouldn't admit it I'm fine and you know all the strong women out there I know strong women have the greatest way of just oh I'm going I'm good I'm good I'm good and you just keep going and you keep going and you keep going because you're like I don't need nobody I can do this on my own I don't need no help blah 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 I don't want no one to know that I'm feeling like this I don't want no one to pity me um and we have to realize that sometimes we need to pity ourselves and my biggest thing um and I've told my husband this when problems come up in my life I give myself one day to pity party because sometimes you have to wallow in your pity for a second. So I always say you get 24 hours to feel bad for yourself. But 25th hour, we need to figure out wh what the plan is, right? You got to have a pity party and say, you know what? I've been not wanting to get up and go to work. I've been sleeping in. I've been missing meals or I've been overeating. There is something wrong. And you have to acknowledge that. Y'all, my stomach is growling. That is not good. Um, but I'm going to go through a quick list. And this is not all the mental health issues. There is a ton more. I just grabbed a quick few and some that I know that are very, um, I don't want to say, I don't want to say popular is the word, but very known. So um, it's going to be depression, bipolar disorder, postpartum depression, anxiety, OCD, which also stands for obsessive compulsive disorder, um, phobias, social anxiety, anorexia, bulimia, binge eating, kleptomania, schizophrenia, and narcissistic. Um, and those are just a few. And 
the best thing about getting a therapist is not every treatment for all of these are the same and um people always want to mix depression and anxiety but those are also yes you can have both of them but they're also two very different things someone can have anxiety without having depression and someone can have depression without having anxiety and we have to start acknowledging that um mental health is there's so many levels to it and um that's why it's something one let's acknowledge that god made man who he made doctor who he made medications right so if you are not doing your part or if you have someone around you telling you not to do your part you need to check them or check yourself because how are you supposed to get better that's like having cancer and you're supposed to take certain medicines throughout the day and you're like you know what it's in God's hands and I'm gonna just leave it to God yes you just leave it to God but you also take your medicines right and I feel like we have to start treating our mental health like our physical health yes I'm gonna leave it in God's hands but I'm also gonna go to this therapy and I'm gonna get work done because sometimes therapy and depression and stuff like that isn't because of stuff that happened in 2020. It's stuff that happened when you were a kid that you didn't heal from. And now you're trying to go on and live your life like you're okay. But we haven't acknowledged the fact that you were hurt back in 2010 and you still ain't dealt with it. Right? That's the word right there. It's not always because of something that's happened just recently. A lot of these depressions and stuff can come from generational curses that we have to get underway and that you need to go get seen about to make sure that you're okay all right I don't want you to think I'm yelling I'm not yelling at y'all but it's a word um so how do you go about quote-unquote getting better say you're just hard-headed and well, I'm not going to say hard headed because when it came to the medications, I did not take my medications for long. <laughs> I took them for like a good month and I was like, I don't want to get um, dependent. And I know a lot of people say, I don't want to get dependent on this stuff. So you don't take it on a regular basis. I will once say this. If you are in severe depression, you should continue to take your meds you should continue all right um but i had got to the point where i was seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and i decided hmm i don't want to take these meds anymore what what do i need to do so i don't slip back into severe depression and this one right here oh number one thing if you know someone with a depression if you have depression I honestly just feel like it's a courtesy thing. Before you go talking about all your drama to someone, you need to make sure that they're in the right mental space to handle your drama. And vice versa. If you're not in the right mental space to handle someone's drama or to listen to someone's drama, you just have to simply say, look, I don't mean to um, be rude or anything today, but I'm just not in the headspace. Because 
I realized that a lot of my depression wasn't necessarily because of what I was going through. It was because I felt so bad for other people. Other people would come to me and they would depend on me and they would tell me all their stuff. And now I'm carrying around everyone else's baggage and now I'm depressed. So always be courteous and say, hey, are you in the right headspace for me to tell you X, Y, Z today? Or, you know, hey, I'm not in the right headspace, blah, 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 and stuff like that. I feel like that is very, very important and it's very courtesy to take in mind. Second, and I'm still working on this, but the power in no. Sometimes you just have to say no. It's called setting boundaries. You know, um, a lot of times I like to take on more than I can handle because I don't want to let anyone down. So, and mine is not necessarily where I'm letting people use and abuse me. I'm using and abusing myself because it'll be like, can you do this at 5 p.m. and then can you pick them up at 7 p.m. and then tomorrow can you run here and then boom, this and this and this and this. And before I know it, I've told everyone yes. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't have enough hands, legs, fingers, time in the world to do all this, plus to still do what I have to do for myself. And sometimes it feels wrong. It feels so wrong to just simply say, oh my God, no. Um, I'm sorry, but no. Um, and it doesn't always have to be like that. You, Hi, I'm so sorry. I would hate to say no, but I have to because I have so much going on. Um, you know... And, or if you don't want to explain yourself because you don't owe anyone an explanation, you can simply just say no. Um, but I think that is also huge in learning how to say no. The next, after you get out your little rut and you've asked the prayer warriors in your church, in your family, in your so-and-so to pray for you, then you have to pray for yourself. Right? Because their prayers are only going to get you so far. You know, it's like their prayers are going to get you to the ceiling, but your prayers got to get you all the way to heaven. Right? So, um, I would say the next thing would be prayer, quiet time, meditation. Um, and I feel like we sometimes, to be in his presence, you don't always have to talk to God. You don't have to, oh, I'm going to pray. Just sit. Like, the feeling of putting worship music on low and just sitting in one space. You're not saying a thing. You're not moving. But to just sit, one that says a lot to God, that you came to just spend time with him. Like, God, and I say that because in your relationships with your friends, your your boyfriends, your husbands, your spouses, there's times where you just sit with them. You don't want to talk to them all the time. But I can, there's a lot of husbands and wives that you will say, oh, you know, our favorite time is like when we're just sitting together. We're not necessarily saying anything. We're not necessarily doing anything, but we're just sitting and it's the same with God. You're not necessarily saying anything. You're not doing anything. But you're just sitting. You're acknowledging that in this moment, you're in his presence. You know? So I think that's very important. And, um, 
you gotta take self-care and people think self-care is it's a people think it's a long list of things and I think you know when you look on social media and people are like oh self-care I don't buy myself a ten thousand dollar it does not have to be like that um self-care I, I take a bath and when I'm in the bath I I do what I feel I read a book I scroll through my phone um sometimes I sing sometimes I pray I just let that be my my time with God but self-care I do feel should be by yourself and um rather you go eat by yourself and we have to get to a space where we're okay with that just that being by ourselves um because you'll a lot of people like you go eat by yourself Mm mm-hmm sure will Uh uh-huh yep I'll set up the screen at the camera so I can look at myself eat I sure will because you just need that sometimes your inner thoughts and yourself but do something for you read a book and I'm not talking about a book on your phone but get you a hardcover book and read it um do something that you love to do um I love to sing so I I take the time out I and I sing I do that any time of the day, you know. If painting is your thing, just set a new set a new goal. Just say, you know, once a week I'm going to try to add to a painting or I'm going to try to do a new painting or I'm going to try to take 20 minutes to sit and draw, you know. But make sure that if you have kids, you know, you have their sleep, that they're doing X, Y, Z, so that this time is really to yourself so that you can reflect um one reflect on how you're feeling reflect that if the the plans that you're setting for yourself if they're working for you if there's something that you need to pray to god about um self-reflection is going to be your biggest thing and um fourth is just don't be afraid to speak up because that's why i let my depression get bad is because i didn't want to tell anyone that um I wasn't, I wasn't there. I wasn't doing good. That I was doing worse than I thought. And, um, it, it really, really is a bad thing when you don't speak up. And don't speak up, that can go into a million things, right? Because, one, speak up for yourself. You know, speak up for your mental health. Just like... And a lot of people that deal with mental health and stuff like that, they can speak up for everyone else. Uh, you're not going to do my friend like that. Uh, wrong, wrong one. Uh, wrong idea. Right. But we can't um, sit and simply do that for ourselves. Right. So speak up for yourself. Speak up for your mental health and um, know that things do get better. And I'm just going to, this whole thing has been rambling because mental health is really near and dear to my heart. And um, I can't express that much. I can't express that enough. And I hope to one day be able to do something big and to really um, get more in depth and talk about my story. But don't take it lightly. Just like if you broke your arm, you were going to go to the ER to the hospital make sure you're treating your mental health the same and don't let anyone 
make you feel bad for it because I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to be hot with y'all. I used to be like, uh, could never be me. Uh, being so depressed that I, I feel like I'm going to kill myself. Uh, nah, I'm not the one. No. And look, God humbled me real quick. Like, <laughs> you think. You know, so just think about it. A lot of the people that may have be against you doing what you have to do for your mental health is probably because they're scared to either be in that position or they're scared to speak up for themselves. So I say all that to say. You are worth more than any mental block can make you feel rainy only lasts for a season and I know it's cliche but joy is to come take the little moments and you know cherish those um find the good in every day it was wonderful. I woke my eyes. I woke up this morning. I opened my eyes. You know, my kids opened their eyes this morning. It's the little things. We ate today. We had wonderful food from Jason's Deli. You know, you have to start just being thankful for the little things. And it's just like saying affirmations. Simply just start saying throughout the day, well, I'm thankful that I can at least breathe. And watch how quick your outlook on certain things change. Thank you guys for listening and talking with me today. I'm so glad to be back. I'm not committing to nothing. I'm posting once a week. When I post, I will post. I do want to be consistent But I'm not putting a time limit on myself because life happens. And I think 2020 has been a good um, reminder that life happens and it's okay. And um, so I'm just going to give myself some time to get better. And yes, y'all pray for me and I pray for y'all. You guys have a wonderful day. Morning, evening, night, day, whatever time you're listening at this. And I want to thank you so very much to tuning in. Honey, you have a wonderful week because we're just out here surviving.